So Dean. So Tom. I'm thinking it's a time of year and that we have gifts being given out for a variety of different things all across the world. Yeah, you know, we're coming into holiday season, but gift giving in some places is very important, more important than in other places. And the kind of gift you give, how to give it, dramatically different all around the world. Okay. Weddings, birthdays, Where are you Christmas, getting it? Who are you getting it Hanukkah, from? Who are these people? Why are they giving me aid. gifts suddenly? Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> and should I ask for a gift? And how do you wrap uh, it? That's a little bizarre, isn't it? how do you it? give it? Oh, should I wrap it? Yeah. And when do we open it? And should I open it when I get it? And should I open it with my teeth? Mm, I don't know about that. Or which hand? <laughs> well, uh, or both hands and your teeth. That would be a good idea. Well... That's a, that's a bit enthusiastic. You think? Okay. I meant, I referred to the teeth because it was something edible. Ah, oh, I see. I was just opening up a package using my teeth. Okay. <laughs> the way you usually do. Absolutely. What, something wrong with that? All right. Let's Ask talk your about, dentist. Let's talk about... <laughs> yeah, <really. laughs> let's talk about gifts. Yeah, this is a great topic. All right. In that case, you know what? Oops. Oops. Your, your culture's showing. Maybe people are listening who have Maybe they're listening. Maybe, Maybe they're listening. They're Maybe they're not. <laughs> if they're not, I'm not really worried about them. So, but for those who are and who might happen to just come into this for the very first time, I should probably introduce you as Dean Foster, who is a specialist and an expert on cultures around the world. And, and that's why you're here talking about cultures and why we do this podcast. Yes. Very good. Well done. <laughs> and I'll introduce you, my yes. colleague, Tom Peterson. Yes, thank who's you. Who's the extraordinary star of the broadcasting world. Thank you. Who is equally involved and engaged in the whole idea of exploring cultures around the world. And so we do this together mm-hmm. in this, oops, your culture, culture show. showing show. <laughs> <laughs> and also we have Torin, who is our producer, who's also with us on today's show. And Torin... Hello, Torn. Hi, I'm glad to be here. Yes, well, it's 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 always good to have you here, closed away in your little cage over there where we keep you. And, <laughs> well, he can look up things and verify that everything we say is totally untrue. hundred percent false. Um, <laughs> everything I say, by the way, is a hundred percent true. Absolutely, of course it is, and I would never question that. Either. No, you wouldn't. As as the listeners of our podcast can verify, I I always take everything you say as absolute truth. Right. And if you believe that, uh, that's also, I never said what I said was true. So that's there right. you go. And I never said that what you said was true either. <laughs> right. So there so, we go. Mm. But that makes me think. There was, oh, does it? The, I didn't tell you what happened to me this morning, which is directly related <laughs> to, to gifts and gift giving. Oh, okay. So what uh, happened to you? Seven I'm, I'm o'clock in the morning. Just... The sun has barely risen above the horizon. Uh-huh. Seven o'clock in the morning in Brooklyn. Yes. M- the bell rings. Mm-hmm. Who's ringing the bell at 7 a.m.? I don't know. So we get out of bed. Oh, there's more walk, to the story. Walk, yes. walk, down, walk down the steps. And, yes. And standing at the door is this cop in a vest with three cops standing behind him. Really? And three cops down on the sidewalk behind them. He says, this is the police. Uh-huh. Well, very good of him. And we need to talk to you. Oh, my. Uh (laughs) Oh. And, oh, you forgot to mention this? Well, here's the thing. 
Here's uh-huh. the thing. I'm standing there in my underwear. That, okay. That nice. Sh- that Cheryl gave me as a gift. It's these, it's these little, it's these boxer shorts with no. little red hearts on them. Oh, nice! <laughs> it's a very nice touch. Oh, actually. it's very the, sweet. And the only thing I was missing was my slippers. Uh huh. You, you know, my uh, pussy slippers. Oh yes. Well, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I realize I'm standing there in these boxer shorts with little red Valentine's hearts. Uh-huh. Nice them, touch. Right? Yeah. And this guy is like in a bulletproof vest, and he's, <laughs> and he takes out his flashlight. And he's oh, no. flashing through the glass and the door. On your on your little on Valentine underwear there? Oh, okay, we well, don't need to know all of that. <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately started thinking about gift giving. Uh, right. It just <laughs> that seems to be that was the, the logical, logical move. step. Right? Absolutely. After you start <laughs> to think about, oh man, I, all the gifts I should have given people that I didn't give them, and they're coming by and picking me up. And for now it. they're arresting you mm. for that. They're taking you away. I, I think that's a felony. In some places, and maybe we'll find those places as yeah. we discuss this, which we've done almost none of so far. So, and as it turns out, I'm fine. I'm here. I wasn't. Wait a minute. You're up. here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Good. He, he, that's he that's important. He, he wasn't. He wasn't after us. They were looking for someone who had skipped parole, who had given our home address. Well, I mean, the cop figured it all out, and he right. said, "Oh, I." He see. gave a phony address. Mm-hmm. He said these things happen all the time. A phony address was given, or uh, there was a typo in the system, and it came up. Ah. You know this kind of thing. So, okay, okay, thank you very much. He said, "We're sorry," and then, <laughs> then all the other cops behind him they kind of wave. Oh, nice, nice touch. <laughs> they kind of wave yeah, and walk yeah. away. You know? Thank you. And I turn around. I turn to Sherry. Shut off the light. I close the door, and, and I turn around. And I go. I'm, I'm standing here in my my Valentine's shorts. At this point, you might have had to go change your Valentine's shorts. You know, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I shouldn't have asked, but okay. And that was the start of my day. Well, nice. Okay. Well, that got you awake, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Got you going. Mm. Okay. Other than you you got- Oh, oh, I'm thinking about it now. Oh, Yes. This is not the first time. I was going to say, I think I've heard this I've before. I've been given a gift of underwear. Oh. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> well, calm down. Calm down. And I was given a gift of underwear oh, in no. a foreign culture. Well, okay. So Did your is, wife give you those underwear? No. In the foreign was, culture? Oh, okay. Someone she, else was giving she, you underwear. She knows this. Do you want to? So I can you, oh, say she does. This. Okay. Can, it, it's I, all coming out now. I'm trying to protect you. you so, know. It's all coming out now. Okay. Well, let's not do that. That's, that was this morning. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't need that image that popped in my head. Okay. So should I ask? I did a very um, non-dean kind of thing, right? I'm, I'm packing all the time and uh-huh. I'm on, uh, on and off planes all the time. Right. Several years ago, I was invited uh, by uh, a colleague of mine to join them in Libya, of all of all countries. Uh-huh. Right? Yep. And this was just before, in fact, um, Gaddafi had been deposed. Okay. And I don't know what happened, but I get to, to Libya, yeah. I get to Tripoli, and I get to my friend's house, and he shows me the room that I'm going to be staying in, and I open the suitcase, and there's no underwear. Hmm. Ah. Zero. Okay. So and you, I, have, you have not put any underwear in. Well, I don't know. Now, maybe I did, and maybe I'm thinking maybe along the way it was stolen. 
maybe okay. somebody wanted like security people looking for underwear. But now the, my more immediate problem is I'm looking at two weeks, two weeks in front of me with no undies. Ah, this is not a pretty picture. <laughs> so no, I so. I go out of the room, I will go downstairs, and I'm talking to my friend and his wife, and I tell mm-hmm. them about my predicament. Yes. She goes, no problem. I know the souk. Mm-hmm. The souk is with the marketplace. Marketplace, you know. I, yes. And there's a vendor there. You get all the underwear you want. The, under, the underwear man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> the underwear man, he's there. So we go down there the next day. Yep. And, oh, he's got a pretty big stand okay. of all different kinds of underwear, except they're all... How can I put this? They're, I don't know. Let's go for it. <laughs> they're all very, very small. Very yeah. small, like bikini style? Yes. Okay. And okay. wild designs. Ah. Incredible. Of a certain make, which I was unaware of until I put them on, uh, oh. which <laughs> did strange things to your body. <laughs> which is oh, like, all right. All right. We so are not talking about so that. here's the thing. <laughs> So I got through the two weeks. Answers a lot of questions. And so go ahead. We get home, mm-hmm. go back, back to New York. I come into the bedroom. There's all my underwear on the bed. So Sitting yes, on the bed. The answer was I neglected to pack it. Ah, uh, yeah. see, and you were throwing the security people under the uh, under the bus. Well, with that, under yeah. the plane anyway, or <laughs> or under the conveyor belt that they ride through. So then I had the dilemma of, do I keep the underwear? Because uh-huh. now I have more pairs than I could ever wear. And, right. Right. So I kept them in like a corner of, 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 an, of a drawer. Uh-huh. For the, who knows when you're going to need it? When do you think I needed to use it? You, you currently have- I'm wearing it right now. Right now. Okay. Okay. So well, I was given a gift of two weeks worth of Libyan underwear. I see. I wonder where we're going with the gift giving, because I heard no <laughs> gift giving happening in that whole thing. Oh, yeah. No, she wouldn't take any money. Okay. And, and Oh, who? The, the souk? No, 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 no. My friend. Your friend bought the underwear. Yeah. So in a way, it was like a gift for me. Well, that was very nice of yeah. them. My goodness. And the souk man. You show was... up uh, going commando, mm. and they buy underwear, because they're probably disgusted with you, really. But uh... <laughs> They were probably like underwhelmed by the fact that I, I underwhelmed on the underwear issue yes it's like well, who nice. is this freak who forgets his underwear on a plane I, dean you're supposed, of all the things you're supposed yeah. to be the guy who the goes, world traveler who goes everywhere and you know are you telling us that most of the places you go you go commando everywhere I mean, no underwear yes <laughs> that's it that's it that's me have no underwear we'll travel <laughs> well so, so gift giving, it's, it should be a, a fun subject, right? Other than your underwear story. <laughs> I mean, it should be a fun subject. So gift giving is a big deal in the United States. Holiday gift giving? I mean, holiday gift giving of many kinds, birthdays. People tend to give gifts. Companies for many, many years have done this. That has changed recently. What is the gift that you would love to get from your boss? I mean, imagine if you were working in the company and you, you were a salary man. And I'm gonna I'm gonna take it and kind of try, give an answer that I think is very much from the United States of America, and also kind of goes across many different uh, salary structures. And I think in those cases, um, money is a is a wonderful gift in the money, United money, States. Money, 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 which is very crass. And but very very U.S. I mean, what would you say? But other cultures do that too. The, with the money as a gift. Okay. 
you know, and even in the United States, it's interesting. If you have a birthday, mm-hmm. one of the ways a birthday is celebrated in New Orleans, for example, mm-hmm. and probably other places in the region, is everybody comes by and pins a dollar bill on you. Hmm. And so the on your birthday, you can march around with dollar bills pinned to, pin, you. Pin to you. And if you're lucky, you get a five or a ten in there, too. Wow. Okay. And, the, and, and that's also a sign seed, everybody else, that it's your birthday, which is kind of sweet. Sounds fun to me. Hey, um, I'll take it. And I think, yeah, I'd look forward to it. If it but was... as I was saying, in, in other cultures, even outside of the United States, the gift of money, is, uh-huh. is um, it does exist. And for example, um, not, a, not for your birthday, as I understand it, but for celebrating the new year mm-hmm. in China. So okay. we're talking about the Chinese new year, the, right. a, the Asian lunar new year. Sure. Right? Um, in a workplace, that's the time when the organization, through the manager, the manager does this, mm-hmm. gives out the red envelopes mm-hmm. and the red envelopes are stuffed with cash mm-hmm. and usually the equivalent of about a month's salary. Mm. And so that's when you get your bonus. Okay. It's a bonus. It's, right. it's, it's your bonus. Sure. Right. And, oh, and all the, the cash has to be fresh, new, crisp bills. Mm, nice. Okay. Because if it's old bills, uh, well, uh, old bills can sometimes be rejected by merchants Machines and vendors and things, and things like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's also, it's like you didn't care. Right, you, you, I give, see. you give me an old bill. It's like, yeah, mm, yeah, you know. So, okay, so you get the red envelope, and everybody is like really getting excited in China when it's that's when it's all around lunar the New Chinese Year time. Lunar yeah, New yeah, 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 yeah. So that's something that a, that businesses the boss does. Okay, and if you were in China, you'd be eager to get your red envelope. Sure, at, at lunar New Year. Lunar New Year. I think I dated her for a while. Yeah, well, and I dated her sister Solar. Did also. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. nice. I did. Yeah. Did we ever? Did we ever double date? Um, I don't think so. It, just because they they it, never it, seem to be in the same place at the same time. Yeah. As soon as one showed up, the other one left. It was gone. I don't yeah, understand. I know. Yeah. Uh, they were. I, she was heavenly, though. I will say that. Was she? Mm-hmm. Well, well, Solo was celestial. Yeah, a little dark though, uh, Luna. No, no, Solo was see the complete opposite. Oh, I there mean, you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, you she know, was, sisters like that. She was that, bright, sure. and uh-huh. I should say hot. Uh, <laughs> there you go. So, so in China, they're giving at the Lunar New Year, they're giving out the red envelope with some money in it. There's other times I know at the Hanukkah celebration, children get gelt, which is which is money, right? Coins. This is mm. the Hebrew word for money. Yes, right. and and it's, it's so there. That's used, but it's chocolate. Way. It's not. It's actually chocolate. <laughs> well, we symbolize in the U.S. It's symbolized very often by this fake gelt, the little gold. Uh, it looks with chocolate like a inside. coin, like a gold coin yeah. with a menorah stamp on it, and but it comes from a tradition of. Give me, yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. give me money, right, right. Sure. And yes, but you now it's chocolate, yeah. you know. And as a kid, I always, I always felt like I was getting cheated here because with wait, the chocolate, yeah. Oh, I mean, I okay. love chocolate. Well, I, chocolate I, was a flavor I had to grow to. Really, I, as a kid, it was all about vanilla. God, and, you're weirder than I thought you were. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I got to the chocolate thing uh-huh, uh-huh. eventually. Okay, good. Right, good. I so guess good. it wasn't a big deal for me to get chocolate gelt. Okay, I wanted real gelt. Yeah, I wanted give me the gold. Give me the cash. Give me the gold yeah. coin. See, there's the difference, and that probably explains a lot. I was like real happy every anytime I got chocolate. It, it didn't. It didn't matter. I, in any I, form, you basically could give me chocolate, and I'd be happy. Yes, in, in any form, pretty much in any form. Yes, oh, yeah. I, I, I can't answer because I can't really. I don't know what all the forms might be, and I hesitate to ask. <laughs> Speaking of. Candy and chocolates and things like that. Gifts. I would have to assume Gifts. that there are places that 
that use those things for gifts. Well, if you go to a dinner party, let's say in in Europe, mm-hmm. you know, you're invited into someone's home, yeah. an ideal gift to bring with you yes. would be a nice, high quality box of chocolates. Okay. That be first of all, because the, the the host well the hostess has probably figured out the menu, so, so anything you bring in terms of food may or may not complement what the dinner is. Yes. Okay. Yes. And and if you bring wine, I mean. You're in Paris and you're going to bring a bottle of wine? Unless you really know your wine and it's appreciated. Right. You may be bringing something that isn't appropriate for the meal or... So my question goes... But chocolates are always fine. I mean, obviously it would be for me if somebody High quality, though. High quality. Not the kind of... Not supermarket chocolates. Right, right. You're talking about a box of... Better chocolates. Now, also, if you're going in Europe, somewhere in Europe, there are places that are known for their chocolate... There. Yeah, Belgian chocolate, Swiss right. chocolate. Right. Right. And everybody's has their brand of chocolate. Yeah. And are, would you be Italian chocolate? And should you good. be going and getting something local to, to bring of high quality again, but local to bring? Or is it something that you might think if you knew you're going to be invited to things like this when you're on your trip? Should you bring chocolates from the U.S. or wherever you're coming from? You know, people, I think, appreciate gifts from your home mm-hmm. as long as they're difficult to get in their home. Mm hmm. There's some wonderful brands of chocolate that are high quality chocolate that are made in the United States, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. even though we're not known for chocolate the way the Swiss are or the Belgians are, right. you know, I think if you bring a high quality American brand with you, mm-hmm. it kind of doubles. It's a nice gift, and it also says something. Oh, you can say, well, this came from San Francisco, you mm-hmm. know, that kind of thing. So, so it's a special thing, probably difficult Which does to have get. Some nice chocolates in San Francisco, You're right? Yes. Right, and probably difficult to get in their country, right? So you True. brought it all the way with you. So that's always a nice thing. If you can okay. bring something that is difficult to get in their country, like if you're in China, you want to bring something, well, make sure it doesn't say made in China on the bottom of it. <laughs> that's a, even if it's okay, from the US. Okay, that eliminates most of But that's 90% of everything right. you, you, you would bring anyway. <laughs> so maybe they'd be okay with it, but... Uh. Um, well, you can white it out or, or erase it or something. <laughs> that's right. Scratch it off. Put Take out one of those black markers and just... There you go. Right. That would be perfect. Now, let me go in a little different direction then because you've obviously not liked my thing about the U.S. here. So I'm going to get out of that and I'm going to say... <laughs> well, no, no. Why do you say I didn't like it? Well, because I know you and, you, and you've I changed d- the, the conversation three different directions since I brought that up. So did I? You did. And... and there, <laughs> well... Yes. Did I talk about my cat? Um, no. So? Okay. <laughs> I didn't I didn't change the No, good point. <laughs> no idea what he's talking about. This sounds like a good time for a break. We'll be right back. Okay, listen, the way to get hold of us is oopsculture at gmail.com. And our Twitter handle is Oops Culture Show. Whether this is the first episode or the third episode or whatever episode that you've listened to, if you're still listening at this point, I think you might like this. And if you do, you should really subscribe. Because if you subscribe, these things will just show up for you and you can listen to them whenever you want to. That's the best way to go, really. Honestly, I know what I'm talking about. All right, so just subscribe through iTunes or through wherever you get your podcasts from. But do it today, okay? Subscribe. Thank you. So here we are with gift giving around the world, and we've introduced a few things. 
but now let's send people from the United States to different a few different places. Well, I have a question related to that. You do. You go ahead and ask. Yeah, and and thank you for segueing so nicely into that. Certainly. When you give your red, here. when you give your red envelope in China using ah, that as going back to the red envelope. Yeah, how uh-huh. many hands do you use? I'm going to say less than three. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> When you give a gift of anything, yes, how many hands should you use? In, in does it matter in China or yeah. I, I'm I'm I don't know, Dean. How many hands should I use? Well, so in many East Asian cultures, China included, the, the Chinese traditional way of giving yes. gifts is with two hands. Two hands, the way you would give a business card, and and that. But people may not know that. Also, we have talked about that. But handing over a business card in most Asian countries is done with two hands. Everything is done with two hands to show extra respect. Mm. So, like if you go into a hotel and you check out, or you show them your credit card, and you, mm-hmm. or they give you the bill, mm-hmm. they give it to you with two hands. You give them your credit card with two hands. Mm, okay, uh, and. Similarly, you exchange gifts with two hands, mm. always two hands. Okay, so here's so my it, question. It shows extra respect. You are on a business trip, and you're in Asia, and you have a gift for your host or a business associate, and you are going to exchange gifts. Now, if you hand it with two hands, and they hand what, theirs the to you, yes, and then, <laughs> and then they also <laughs> hand you a gift with two hands. How do you exchange the gifts simultaneously? <laughs> it's like a defying like a, the law of. This is like in uh, Vegas. It's a trick. Defying somehow. Newton's law of physics. Or Newton's out. first law of gravity. <laughs> what was his first law of gravity? What? Is I don't know. Is that the opposite reactions uh, law? For a reaction, there's a reaction. Because then, if you give opposite your, if that's reaction. the case, if you give your gifts at the same time, the other one will like pull, repel. They're both It'll pull they back, bounce off. <laughs> bounce yeah. off. That's right. Like, like you end up with your own gift. <laughs> you get your own gift back. <laughs> it's like magnets, which is great. That's... That way, you can get yourself whatever you want. There you go. So that's your advice. <laughs> yes, that's my advice. Wonderful. So what like, you're telling me like, is we do have to put a disclaimer at the end of this episode, like right? Like the backside of magnets. <laughs> yes, right. You, each one pushes the gift. The, the, the same ends will, will repel. Boom! Yeah, exactly. You, get, you get, get your gift back. So so is there is there some sort of system to this, or is it just <laughs> I'm handing it over and they take it and then they hand me theirs? Yes, it's not simultaneous. It's consecutive. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, well, thank like, goodness we like saw that. Like lunch following <laughs> breakfast. And should the the visitor, overall, is there a proper procedure? Should they hand the gift first or should they be given it first or does, not, does that not matter? It's complicated. It depends on rank. It depends on whose guest, whose host. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say come to your first meeting, your first dinner, your first greeting with the person that you intend to give a gift with and bring the gift with you. Okay. And um, if you don't have the opportunity, at, as soon as you meet, by the end of the meeting or the end of the dinner or the end of the evening, mm-hmm. it'll be appropriate to give your gift at that time as well. But you can give it as soon as you meet. Okay. Yeah. And should you give it um, in front of others? Oh, it's very complicated. Oh, well, I, we have a little time. Uh, again, d- depending on status and rank, uh, you want to give the gift um, that's most important to the most senior person. If mm-hmm. you're there on business, let's say, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and that person should get an, something that reflects your country, that reflects some sort of personal relationship that you have with them, mm-hmm. and that is meaningful. And I'm not going to say expensive, but unique. 
Unique. You're right. We're talking, we're in Asia now. East Asia. Okay. I'm talking about China, Japan, Korea, mm-hmm. Taiwan, Southeast Asia, mm-hmm. right? And um, you should be prepared. That's like your first level gifts. Your second level gifts, be prepared to give out. And again, if this if you're in business, and then you're going to sit down with everybody and talk to them. You're going to meet t- teams of people and you're going to go around clients and, and, and lots of different people. These people all get a token gift. Okay. And it should all be the same for everybody. Right. So nobody okay. can say, oh, you got that and I didn't get that. And sure. That. Right. Um, so like a little corporate logo gift. Mm, like okay. A, you know, a pen light, a flash drive or something mm-hmm. with the corporate logo or your picture of your face on it, picture of your dog on it. I mean, it <laughs> but, <laughs> whatever mood you're in. Okay. But, whatever your business is. I okay. don't But... That should go to everybody. Mm-hmm. And these can be exchanged, again, these can be exchanged in front of others. Oh, yes, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. And everybody's got to get it at the same time, and mm. it's all going to be the same, or right. else it causes lots of friction. Sure. Right? And I would say that a third level of gifts, and this is very common in Japan, but okay. also not uncommon in other parts of East Asia, mm-hmm. uh, but certainly in Japan. When you show up at the office, mm-hmm. stop off at the local bakery mm-hmm. and pick up some buns, just some sweet buns. Mm-hmm. From the bakery. From the bakery. Mm-hmm. Right. Not sweet buns. I'm from... not going yeah. there. So pick up a box of sweet buns. Ah, mm, you're really tempting me now. <laughs> and With the sweet and, buns, that's what I'm saying. Go and ahead. And <laughs> just when you get to the office, just sit them down on, a t- on the receptionist's desk. Mm-hmm. She'll know who the sweet buns are for. Okay. And she'll know who brought them. I see. This yeah. is your third level. Yeah, this is your third level. And it, it'll go around the office real quick, and everybody will appreciate the fact that you came and brought, you know, little treats for brought everybody. Brought buns. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yeah. All right. Always bring your buns whenever you- Sweet buns. Always bring your sweet <laughs> buns whenever you visit. Okay. Perfect. And this now, is a general rule. I think around the world, maybe. Now, we've now been talking about business and so on. If I'm invited to a, a house. A home. Yes. Oh, you're going in someone's home. Now. Someone's home. That's for, very special. For a party or a dinner or whatever. Mm. Should I bring, and again, we're still in East Asia now. Should I bring a gift with me there? Always bring a gift. If you're invited into someone's home in East Asia, that is a very particular honor. Mm. Um, not common. Okay. All right? Because it's, for most people, you know, in these big cities in, the, in Asia, the homes are rather small relative to, let's say, U.S. and Western standards. Sure. And it's very likely that grandma is living there, too. Mm. And, Extended and, family and like that. And it's crowded and... And grandma doesn't speak English mm-hmm. enough to feel comfortable with you there. And mm-hmm. so it's much easier to, to host an event in a restaurant, mm-hmm. right? But if you are invited into someone's home, yes, you must bring a, a, a dinner gift. Okay. And again, this can be something representing your culture. Mm-hmm. So something from home, right. possibly. Uh-huh. Right. That you're bringing. And, and should it be, if you're since it's a fairly rare occurrence to be invited into a home should it be something more expensive then uh always appreciated okay fair <laughs> enough and is there any reciprocity aspect to it yeah, is, is that, that a danger it is a danger because what happens is you are not only giving a gift but you are creating an obligation mm-hmm. for them to now give you something in return mm-hmm. and then what will happen often is something will be 
prepared for you mm-hmm. as a gift that you can take back, even if they hadn't prepared to give you a gift other than host you for the meal. Right. So, you know, it, it, it depending on what you say and how you behave, if you've given them a gift, they already feel obligated to give something to you. And then in the course of the evening, if you admire the lovely vase in the corner, suddenly before you leave at the end of a night, you might get a bag, and inside the bag is the vase. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so you, you should be aware of that. Oh, uh, yeah. Because you don't want to be saying something about something that is ex- extremely important or, or, or valuable, valuable to them, and, and you know, you're obligating them again to give you something of equal or greater value. Mm-hmm. So, so they're not seeing it in, a, in, a, in the idea of it being, I'm bringing you this, and you are inviting me into your home and providing me with a meal or whatever we, we are doing here. And that's not an even exchange, right? They, they are seeing it that way, but there's this added element in Asia of obligations that get created right. through human relationships. Okay. Now, is that something saying that? Would that be, let's say you're going to be there for a week and this is three days into the trip and something like that happens and you didn't listen to our podcast, didn't know that. So now you're you're leaving with that and now there's an obligation back. Should that be done before you leave from your trip? Yes, you can, but you can also do it once you get home. Mm-hmm. But remember, the ledger keeps growing. The debt is never erased. Yeah, okay. And so and so that if you forgot about it for three months and, and then reciprocated with something, yeah. with the right kind of a gift, even yeah. from home, back home in Milwaukee, yep. that's fine. Oh, okay. You can do that. Okay. Oh, then, you know, they'll probably be expecting it. Where Where is this? Where is this? But, right. So let me ask you this. Um, so some things that might represent your country and your home and be perhaps not something that is very readily available something unique. in that local area. You know what's a great idea? A coffee table book. Mm. You know, the, the, the coffee table, the books people have on coffee tables. Right. right? They're, they're usually They're, fairly big. Yeah. High quality. Yes. Right. And something that represents your city, let's say. Mm-hmm. Or the area of the country. Or the area of the country. Like, yes. So if you came from, you know, Phoenix, Arizona, mm-hmm. here's a beautiful coffee table book about the, the great Southwest of the mm-hmm. Amer- American Southwest. Mm-hmm. That would be a very nice gift. I see. Okay. Good. Because hard to get there, mm-hmm. but unusual, right? Yes. And when they see it, read it, they'll think of you. Mm-hmm. So if they're on business and and I'm suddenly invited to someone's home and I never expected this, because in the past I've been there and I've not not been invited into someone's home. But as you say, it's a rare occasion, but it happens. So I didn't bring anything with me. Now what do I do? Well, then you you got to scour. Okay. I mean, or then- I mean, what kind of things might be something, because I'm not going to be able to get a- uh, a book on on, on Hopi New England, Indians. And, right? Or the Hopi Indians, um, it, probably around there. Thus, the reason it's scarce. So, so what do I do? Because I'm not going to find something for my home. There may be something that reflects something personal about the relationship that you've established with this individual. Okay. Maybe you want to give them a picture of mm. of yourself. Okay. Or a picture of the two of you together. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of the reasons why. People take a lot of photographs and sure. everywhere around the world. But the picture itself has this emotional connection. Mm-hmm. And now you want to make it into a valuable gift. So mm-hmm. maybe put it in a nice, high-quality picture frame. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. you can give it to them. Mm-hmm. right? And that that will also be 
Okay. Valued. Okay. Right. Good. Right. And then remember, every country is going to come with this stuff with different taboos, right? So if well, you, that's what I was going to say. It, what it, shouldn't I bring? Yeah, you know, like if you put the picture in a leather picture frame and you give it to Raj uh-huh. in Delhi, uh-huh. well, probably won't make a problem, but- yeah. Not a good idea, be, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, because of the leather picture frame, leather comes from a cow. Right. And- Devout Hindus uh, see cows as sacred, yes, and they don't wear leather necessarily, and mm-hmm. they don't eat beef for that reason. Sure, you know, so it's like inviting them out to, uh, you know, a steakhouse. Right. <laughs> also, just not not well thought out. No, no, exactly. Okay, sure. So in East Asia, would would there be things that I should be aware of if I'm bringing them? I'm, let's say I, I decide, look, I don't know, I'm gonna. I don't have any time. I'm going to stop here and I'm going to pick up some flowers. Are there flowers I shouldn't bring? Oh, the whole flower thing. Oh, gosh. What did I... F-L-O-W. Where am I going here? O-W. <laughs> as opposed to the F-L-O-U for people who are intolerant of gluten. I've got you. Right. Okay. It's probably time to take one last break. Got any questions for us? Well, if you do, there's a couple of ways to get hold of us. First of all, on email... Our email address is oopscultureshow at gmail.com. And our handle on Twitter is oopscultureshow. Pretty clever, huh? So talk to us. The whole flower thing is very complicated. I would avoid it unless you want to look this stuff up and know that Uh, it changes country by country. Because they're going to mean things to them. Yes. Like never give in Europe. You can bring a bouquet of flowers to the dinner party. That's uh-huh. very nice, but you better know what you're doing. Yeah. You don't want chrysanthemums in there because chrysanthemums are used in funerals. Okay. You don't want white flowers because they're also used in funerals. Okay. Red flowers imply romance. Ah, all so, red flowers. Well, red roses. Red roses, okay? specifically. So, so, yeah. So, if you're bringing a- Can dun- I bring any kind of roses? When white is funeral and yeah, yeah, it gets tricky. So now we're into yellow, and that's yeah. And yellow has different meanings in different countries, even okay. in Europe and certainly in Asia. Sure. So, eh, and Latin America, it's not a good color, right? So, it, you it it gets complicated. And when you give a bouquet of flowers, yes, in Europe, it should be odd numbers. Odd numbers. Odd okay. numbers. Yeah, because it, even numbers looks like it's. It doesn't look natural. Yeah. It looks like it was created by people. And you want it to look more like it was created by nature. Oh, okay. So this is not so much that the number itself is a problem, but that the that the appearance of it, the look of it. Should look natural. Okay. Interesting. Right. Now, in East Asia, would we have number difficulties there if I was... Not for flowers, because you don't want to bring cut flowers to any dinner party in We're East Asia. We're not doing that in East Asia. Because that indicates death. I okay. mean, overall, you, you bring cut flowers to a funeral. Okay. They, mm-hmm. If somebody's recuperating a hospital, you bring a living plant. You do not bring a growing plant that has to be taken care of and will survive. And, right. Because if you bring cut flowers, they die. Okay. That's fine. In Now, but if I'm in Japan mm. and, and I go and I'm going to buy, uh, maybe I decide, you know what would be interesting? Let me bring this bonsai. The, the miniature trees. Oh, yes. Now, is that going to be appreciated or do I not know what I'm doing? No, that's very appreciated. These are very expensive. These are very and, expensive. And these are works of art. By, by, they are. By artists. And they require a great deal of care. Who, who've lived longer than the tree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe not. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> How did you make that tree? That's a 168-year-old tree. How old are you? <laughs> well, I don't know. They could do it. I would believe them if they told me they were. They're almost like pets. I, I've had bonsai, and, and they, they require a lot of care. You need people to come But they and, don't and watch move them. around. That's the difference. They don't. Well, and they don't you've... tend to go to the bathroom on the floor, which is which is a good thing. <laughs> but they uh, drop once their... you learn the watering technique, <laughs> they, they, they stop doing they it. drop their leaves from time they to time. They do if they're deciduous, yes. If they're what? Deciduous. Oh, deciduous. Yes. <laughs> Hold on. Torrin's looking that up right now as, <laughs> yes. as we sit here. What's the opposite of a deciduous tree? Uh, evergreen. Mm. <laughs> Assiduous. How's assiduous. There we I, go. Know, I think assiduous is someone who applies themselves. Are they? I was Aren't thinking they? it was something that was not, not has a very low alkaline oh, assiduous. level. Yeah. Assiduous as opposed to assiduous. Assiduous You're was just a, making up words now. Are we playing Scrabble here? Wasn't he a character in an old Greek play? Assiduous. I think he, yes, of course he is. No, he he was of course he, he is. He was and I think cranky, he married his mother's brother or something. Right. He I don't was know. he was that cranky acid toned old man in I'm letting I, you go with this. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, funny thing happened to me on the way to the forum. The forum or the uh, or the Pantheon or something. The, the yes. assiduous. Yeah. 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 Right. Anyway. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> all right. So we no flowers in East Asia, but mm. you can have growing plants or or flowers if they are still growing. So if I'm in East Asia, then. And I'm bringing things in. Are there? What is the taboo that I really don't want? Oh to do? well, going back to the numbers thing. Like Besides we said, the flowers, we said odd numbers yes. are better with flowers than even numbers. Absolutely. In, in Europe, certainly. Yes. And and by the way, in Europe, that extends. Most of these rules extend to Latin America as well as and North America. So the rules in Northern oh. Europe apply to North America as okay. well. Okay. Which is why the patterns are not that dissimilar between, right. let's say, Americans and... But we do, in this part of North America at least, we do have dozens of flowers or half a dozen of flowers. Yeah, our flower thing is a little different in the U.S. We, yeah, because it's we the don't U.S. Care and we do and that we kind cut of them, stuff. Sure. Yeah, but don't give me 13. Odd number of flowers in Europe except 13. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because thirteen is also unlucky in in, it in is. northern Europe. Okay, yes. in northern Europe. Okay, yeah, and mm-hmm. and the traditions of southern Europe, south of the Alps, mm-hmm. Mediterranean Europe, repeat themselves in Latin America. Okay, uh, so and we're looking at the, where the people came from, who came historic over and traditions stuff like that. just the, across the ocean, yes. right? Yeah, sure. Okay, but now back to the numbers in China. Yes. let's say or, or East Asia. So there are lucky numbers and unlucky numbers. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to give a gift that represents an unlucky number. Okay. So, uh, for example, eight is very lucky mm. in East Asian culture. So anything that has an eight on it or represents eight, where you can give eight pieces of something, mm-hmm. pieces of eight, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, you have th- them. This, this, this is good. Now, you don't want to give four. So anything in fours okay, how is, come? Ve- is very bad. It's just unlucky. It's half of eight, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, actually, there is a reason. There is one. The word in in Chinese in Mandarin for four sounds very, very much like the word for death in uh, Mandarin. Yes. I do believe we have spoken of this before. Have we? We have. Well, then I don't have to say it again. Don't, please. Okay, moving on. All right, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually know somebody. Yes. Uh, right. And yeah. So mm-hmm. white is a funeral color in Asia, so uh-huh. you don't do things in white, okay. like the white flowers. You don't do things in, in fours. You're right. All right. 
And now you have to talk about how you package these things. Mm. You have to give a gift that's wrapped in mm. Asia. An unwrapped gift. Nicely wrapped. Nicely wrapped. Very nicely wrapped. Mm -hmm. An unwrapped gift in Asia is it, it, you don't care about the other person. Right. It's like throwing it on the desk. Like, here, take this. You know? Yeah, okay. So you put it in a box. You wrap it in in colors. And the lucky colors, the good colors in, in China and much of East Asia is red mm -hmm. and gold. Red, red and for gold. health, gold mm -hmm. for wealth. Ah, right? nice. And you don't use white because it's a funeral color. Mm -hmm. So what happened? This is true. Like, you couldn't make this stuff up. That's how unbelievable this is. Mm -hmm. I knew somebody who was in the clothing trade in New York ah. who had a manu had a factory in China. Yes. So it came to be gift time, and he wanted to send the manager of the factory in China a gift. Okay. So he sends him, where did he get this? He sends him four clocks uh -huh. in a white box. Oh, no. Oh, no. Like little antique clocks. Yeah. Now, you got to know, a clock in China is also taboo as a gift. Okay. Because it represents a passage of time. It represents going toward death. Okay. Mm -hmm. You don't give a clock. And the word for clock also sounds like the word for death. Okay. Similarly. So, they have a few words for death. Yeah, I guess it's a big deal. Four o'clock is, is a bad time. <laughs> Four o'clock is really... <laughs> Give the, if you're going to do that, just go all the way. Set those suckers at four o'clock and <laughs> Why just, not? just give it to Wu and, and see what the, he does. And with ring it. four times when right, they get there. Right. right. Set the alarm to ring In a four box times. that's not wrapped. White, Excellent. A white a cardboard white box. box. Perfect. Uh, right. The perfect storm. <laughs> he opens it. Well, I can see him now. Wu opens up the box in, in the factory in Shanghai and has a heart attack. Right. It's gone. <laughs> That's it. They never maybe, work with that person again. Maybe they want to get rid of the manager. I don't know. Let's, okay. I'm going to be very careful then in, with my East Asian gifts. Good. Let me say, if we're going to, like, for if I'm going to the Netherlands, I don't know that I'm going to bring tulips. Um, oh, it's the old Coles to Newcastle. Problem. Yes, right. absolutely. Yeah, and, and, and the same thing with Swiss chocolates. Swiss chocolate. That right. kind of thing. Belgian beer. Right. French right. wine. German beer, for that matter. German beer. Right. Yeah, right. And Belgian chocolates. Yes, mm -hmm. definitely. So you're... And I think maybe the chocolate thing is an exception because everybody loves chocolate so much. Mm. And it's, you know, if you get... If you're in a place where they really know what they're doing with chocolate. And you go out and get really good and chocolate. You get out, and you go out there and you really get good chocolate. They're going to maybe chocolate. appreciate that. At the end of a night, yeah. when the box comes out yeah. with the cognacs mm. and the brandy and the nice big meal that you've had. All right, we're going to have to end this pretty soon because I'm, I'm getting hungry. I'm digging into that box. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, okay. So now in other, but in other places in Europe, would there be similar things? Obviously, you mentioned wine in France. France has so many things in the culinary aspect. You might want to go in a different direction. It might there. be better to avoid sure. bringing something that you know that you put in your mouth at a, to a dinner table, unless it's truly unique. Right. I mean, everybody understands very expensive yes. brand, you know, quality fine things. pieces yeah. and, and fine wine. I'm sure would yes. be appreciated. I mean, if you want to bring a you know a very fine bottle of cognac, mm -hmm. that's probably not going to be uh, a no. disappointing gift. Absolutely not. Right. Anything else in the Europe range that you can think of at the moment where we should not do for the Europeans? Be real careful with the with the red roses, particularly in 
Latin Europe and Mediterranean Europe. Mm, okay. You have to unwrap the, the flowers that you bring when you give them to the hostess when you show up at someone's home. Mm-hmm. Don't leave the cellophane on. Take those off and hand them. That's in Europe. What about it? You're, you're not bringing cut flowers to China, so no, you're not no, going to no, do that, that. Or East right. Asia. Yeah. Let me jump back to East Asia just for a second. You mentioned but, about- but, but, but I want to oh. finish my thought because oh, you asked me the question and oh. I'm answering the question. Go right ahead. <laughs> And Wait a minute, I forgot. Oh no! <laughs> Should I jump back? Oh yeah! No, go no, ahead. I got it. No, okay. Don't rewind. No, no. <laughs> so take the cellophane off. Yes. And oh no! <laughs> You've taken the cellophane off. We're now going to present them the, three times. This, we've done it, and I'm doing this in Europe. Now remember, because I'm no, not doing that in China. No, re- and, no red, and no red roses. <laughs> and no red roses, and there are especially red roses. in the more Latin-based southern Unless that's what you mean, but you better be sure well, you Well, yeah, do. but we're not going there right If now. her husband is standing there, <laughs> um, let's say you're a U.S. American and you're traveling abroad, you could bring a food item if it's very high quality mm-hmm. that's unique to America mm-hmm. or North America or the United mm-hmm. States. Like, very high quality Vermont maple syrup. Ah, right. Yes. In a, in a lovely gift box. Yes. Something like that, mm-hmm. right? Or okay. maybe some Jack Daniels whiskey because mm-hmm. that's uniquely American. Yes. I, I don't mean to be pushing one brand over another. I mean, no, there's, no. There's no. lots of bourbons, and bourbons are Certainly. uniquely American. Yes. But be careful again. Taboo. I mean, if you you can't take alcohol into many countries in the Middle East, right? Or I would say, you know, in many Muslim regions around the world. Right. And by the way, that's that's not a blanket rule. I mean, there are a lot of places in the Muslim world where alcohol is permitted. Mm-hmm. It may not be universal, but it is permitted. And if you know that the individual you're working with enjoys a bottle of wine mm-hmm. or a good bourbon, mm-hmm. uh, there's no reason why in that particular country you couldn't bring that. It's not prohibited. But that's something you but really you have to want know that. to be aware of. Yes, yes. you have to know that. Okay. You have to know that it's okay. Very important. It's okay with him and that you can actually legally bring it in. Sure. Because there are places in, in the well, Muslim world where you must be careful. Probably if there's any doubt, you should stay away from it. Yeah, yeah. In those cases. Yes, yeah. If you okay. don't know, well, then that applies to everything in this podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you don't know, stay away from it. All right. Good enough. Right. All right. If you don't know what this gesture means in the country that you're in, then sit on your hands. Okay. Well, that's right? another podcast. And, and Sitting it, on your hands. Or gestures. <laughs> right? By the way, the one quick thing I wanted to say about East Asia, and tell me if I'm wrong, but I think a lot of the stores and the outlets there where you buy things, and you might be going somewhere to give a gift, and it's from there, and you get it, they tend to wrap gifts nicely. Yes. For example, in Japan, you can buy a gift in any of the high-end department stores, mm-hmm. and they will wrap it for you, and, and they know what they're doing. Mm. They will ask you, what is the occasion? Who is it going to? Mm-hmm. What would you like it to say? You know, And traditionally in Japan, different times of the year, different holidays mm-hmm. where gifts are exchanged uh, require different kinds of wrapping. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and the department store knows this, so you don't need to know this. Yes. Leave it to them. Yes. You know, unless like they don't like you or something, then they may they may play, <laughs> try not to be play a trick on you. Try not to be the ugly visitor who's, who's <laughs> yes. Oh, you, so you give the so you give the gift that's supposed to give when somebody has a baby. <laughs> you give it to your 
<laughs> right. You can only imagine can what happens. Yeah. Right. Not a good thing. But they they for the most part they will put the correct wrapping on the on the package for you. Excellent. There's a few places in this country in the United States where they will do that for you and it's wonderful. But it's more of a common thing in Japan, am I right with that? Yes, yeah, yeah. I think okay. I, I think there it happens quite frequently. Right. Good. You won't you won't see that everywhere in other parts of of Asia, but you will okay. see it in Tokyo. Okay, so the big okay, cities, Tokyo. You know. Yes. Mm. Okay. Well, you know what this has told me is that there's a lot more about gift giving that we've got to talk about. We have to talk in other about other areas, but we can't today. Why? Because we've run out of time. We just scratched the surface. Well, yes. We'll try to get back into it and give people ideas of, of what they should and shouldn't give for, for different kinds of holidays. The, we've got whole other continents to the, approach. The gift-giving sequel. That, yes, right. Thank you. That is uh, gift-giving. And if you have any other questions about it, please make sure you contact us because we'd love to hear. If you've had any real problems with gift-giving of any kind in anywhere, in any country, where you've given a gift and it has caused you problems love to hear about it thank you dean thank you tom oops oops your culture's showing <laughs> smell ya just want to bother you one last time to say we're a brand new podcast here at oops your culture's showing and we could really use your help by subscribing to the podcast. And not to mention that if, if you hung around this long and, and you liked what you heard, well, this makes it just easier for you to get the podcast. They'll pop up for you whenever they're released. So you can listen to them on your phone or your computer or however you listen to them. And it's easy to get, too. Just subscribe using iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. It really isn't hard. And we could really use your support. So from all of us here at Oops, Your Culture Showing, thanks. <laughs> <laughs>